Exciting at Halloween in Athens. Even a bit nervous, too. Many years ago, I was uh, kind of in charge of a committee to try to increase the the nice parts of Halloween and not and protect the bad parts of the gathering up on Court Street and everything like that. And you know what? I, I think we did a pretty good job, and it's been uh, that way for a while. And knock on wood, we'll keep it that way, right? Isn't that the expression? Knock on wood, something like that. Yeah, I, yeah that's it. Well, trick-or-treat, it's always a special time. I look forward to it in our neighborhood. Um, Scott put together a list of all of the trick-or-treat areas. And uh, by my count, nine have already occurred. But there's another dozen or so um, yet to happen, right? So let me just run down here. Albany, Carbon Hill, Coolville, Nelsonville, New Marshfield, Pomeroy, Rutland, Reedsville, and Middleport. They've already done it. Now, that means in the last day or two they've already had their trick-or-treat event for the children. Now, Today's the 28th, right? Yep. Okay, we've got one event today. And it's what's called Trunk or Treat. And it's down on the market on state from 5.30 to 7.30. Now, tomorrow, Saturday, there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven events. So, tomorrow between 3 and 5, the Athens Uptown businesses are holding a trick-or-treat. Chansey, from 5.30 to 7. Gloucester, from 3 to 4. Hollister, from 6 to 7. You know, I'm going to embarrass myself. Where is Hollister? It's near Chansey. Okay. Um, again, these are tomorrow. Trimble Village. What they're calling party after in the park. No, I see what it is. Uh, Trimble's doing three to four. 
with a party after in the park. Syracuse, 6 to 7.30, and Racine, 6 to 7. All of those are tomorrow. Now on Sunday, the, the 30th, I only know one community doing that, and that is up in Logan. From 5 to 7.30. Then on Halloween Day itself, the 31st, which is Monday. City of Athens, 5.30 to 7.30. The City of Nelsonville, from 6.30 to 7.30. The Plains, 5.30 to 7.30. Bukhtal, the village, 6.30 to 7.30. And with that, we will have finally had all the trick-or-treating that we're aware of done. And this is a lengthy list, but like I said, four or five of them have already occurred. No, more than that. Two, yeah. four, six, eight. We appreciate oysters. Oysters. Raw, raw, raw. Oh. Okay. Um, Every time I I hear that, that's what I want to say now. Yeah. Two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? All right. Now, um, I could have done this a day or two before, but I forgot. And this is a, a little article about Halloween safety. AAA uh, wrote this, um, I don't know, a week or two ago, and I've had it waiting to share. So let me just share it with you. There's nothing like a good scare on Halloween, but not when it comes to the safety of pedestrians and motorists. AAA East Central is advising parents and motorists to take some extra precautions this year to keep everyone safe. With fewer daylight hours, higher numbers of pedestrians and motorists who are traveling to and from events, Halloween can be one of the deadliest nights of the year for children and adults. Excited trick-or-treaters are more likely to forget about safety so anyone who is celebrating the holiday needs, the, uh, I, let me start that. So anyone celebrating holiday needs to have a plan in place to prevent potential tragedies. Right? They go on. Halloween is consistently one of the most dangerous nights of the year for children. The National Traffic Highway the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration reports that the holiday is one of the top three days for pedestrian injuries and fatalities. And the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention estimates children are four more times likely to be struck by a motor vehicle than any other day of the year. Now 
I'm leaving the article just for a minute. The street I live on is really quite wide. But there are in my neighborhood some very narrow streets. And with cars being parked and things, they kind of, cars have to sort of weave around to get down the street, right? Add the fact that we have a whole bunch of youngsters, and often with parents, um, going up and down, house to house, um, on Monday we really need to be cautious here in Athens, in whatever community you're in, and whatever day it's going to be held. So let's see here. Is there anything more I could add to that? I, th- I think that just the whole total awareness factor is the key. And again, in my neighborhood, 530 to 730, in the past we have had as many as 400 prepared for that this year because I know that number has happened in the past. All right. Well, obviously, today is a free-for-all edition. You may get a little more after uh, not being able to trick-or-treat so much in the last couple years because of the pandemic. It's still going on. Now, last year... I had seen this somewhere on TV, so I did it too. I had a plastic pipe, maybe five inches in diameter. Oh, yeah. And so they would walk up to the front steps of the house, and I'd be at the top of the steps. And I was wearing gloves, and I would pick the candy out of the basket and shoot it down the chute to them. (laughs) (laughs) And a lot of people thought that was amusing. That is pretty funny. They're like, what are you, what are you putting in that tube, Mister Palmer? Uh, whatever I hope you like. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, you may get more than four hundred. We'll see tonight. But how many sacks of candy do you have? Three huge sacks. Gigunda sacks of yeah. candy. Yeah. All right, here we go. Today's. What is today? Today is National Chocolate Day. Other than dogs, would there be anybody who objects to that? Maybe kitty cats. Are cats not supposed to eat chocolate either? No, not very much. Okay. No. Maybe. I've never given my cat anything chocolate, but I just didn't know if it was. Chocolate is supposed to be like poisonous to dogs, I think. It's got that alkaline in it or something like that that is not healthy for dogs well anyway national chocolate day yeah what'd your dad say about a leather boot or is that bacon bacon flavor would make anything taste good i've sort of forgotten didn't he say something like there was something there was something like that you know know. bacon would make a piece of leather taste good or Chocolate wood. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah. I, I don't have it right 
perfectly in my head at the moment. But um, I'll bet it'll come to me over the weekend. We'll get we'll get uh, chocolate on whatever we can find then. Yeah. Well, sort of. Okay, it's also National First <clears throat> Responders Day. My those that's an important group. Absolutely. National International Medicine Day. I'm sorry, not not that's not international, internal. National Internal Medicine Day. National Frankenstein Friday. what it says. I know. I, I saw it. <laughs> National Pharmacy Buyer Day. And lastly, National Breadstick Day. Mm. I do like breadsticks. Me too. Garlic with, breadsticks. Mm. And with butter. Mm. Yep. And with a big, nice, juicy, a hot, big square of homemade lasagna. Or restaurant lasagna. Doesn't matter. That made me think of that lasagna right when I saw the word breadstick. Yeah, it's often uh, served with that. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay, what about historical events for this date of October twenty eighth? <clears throat> Did I mention that yet? October twenty eighth, it is, folks. And what else would you like to say on this Friday? Yaba daba do. Hey, boy, there's been a number of months. I think I have forgotten to do that. Now you did it last week too. Uh, yes, yeah, you, you brought it up. You got it in under the wire. But I got it uh, earlier today. <laughs> yabba daba do. It's Friday. There you go. I got a double daba daba do. <coughs> All righty. Historical events. <laughs> 1492 on this date, Christopher Columbus <clears throat> sights Cuba and claims it for Spain under the name Juana. J-U-A-N-A. I remember reading about that. On this date in 1538, the first university in the New World. I think it was called the Universidad Santo Tomas de Aquino. Is established in Hispaniola. Seventeen forty-six on this date, Peruvian cities of Lima and Calla, C A L L A O. How would you say that? C A double L A O. Calo. Okay, I'm making it too tough there. Anyway, those two cities, Lima and Calo, demolished by an earthquake in which eighteen thousand people died. Wow. That's a big one. Um, caller, stand by. I just got a couple here to do, and then we'll get to you. Um, 1904 on this date. St. Louis police try a new investigation method. What was it? Fingerprints. It was 1904. In 1919, the Volstead Act passed by the U.S. Congress established prohibition despite President Woodrow Wilson's veto. And the last item before we go to the phones. In 1924, miner M. de Bruin discovers the infant fossil skull Tong Child. 
He did so in a lime quarry in Tuong, South Africa. A paleontologist, Raymond Dart, identifies the fossil as a new hominin species. And there's no way I can say this. Australopithecus africanus. Who? Yeah. I got about every letter in the alphabet there, Almost. didn't it? Well, there's 24 no, of them anyway. There's no Z, but otherwise. <laughs> okay, we're going to our phones now. Good morning. Hey, it's JW, and I bet they won't try that prohibition thing again. What do you think? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I like uh, a glass of wine once in a while. What's Just up? one, sir, you little teetotaler, you. I'm not a heavy drinker. Never have been. Well, twice in my life when I was 14. And it was such a lousy experience, I decided, why do that ever again? Dave, Dave, Dave. Yeah. You okay. know, Jesus, they, they, they called Jesus that he was a little bit too uh, in touch with wine. So he's like, please, just give me that glass of water. Over there. I'll show you. <laughs> Hey, what's up? I called to really give a great shout out to the Board of Election. I went and voted yesterday. Yep. Blind guy walked in there with his whooping stick. Uh, Scott's aware of that. I carry it around from time to time. Sure. To beat off people who don't agree with me. <laughs> and uh, walked in there, and, and from the whole process, from the tiny woman asked me for my driver's license. <laughs> To the time I sat down on my machine with my little headphones on and turned off the screen so people like Dave Palmer wouldn't look over my shoulder and try to tell me what to do. Okay, okay. Until I walked out, it was just efficient. I'm telling you, if any other blind people move to this area and, and, and don't take advantage of that experience, I hope when I leave this area that they don't, you know, do away with that thing because they got – I hear a lot of my friends across the state and other parts of the country complaining about their board of election. They have been spot on with me since the day since the day they brought those machines in. I was there when they brought them in to test them down at the community center. Yes, and this one is just wonderful. I appreciate them so much. Just fantastic. So I just wanted to really give them good kudos for that experience. Well, and finally, if any, I figured that everybody voted like me, Scott. Just like me. All right. What a wonderful world this would be. Oh, yes. Well, then I'm going to if it makes it That's a wonderful world. That's what I'm saying, world. Doc. That's what I'm saying. Read my mind and, and, and pick everybody I pick and watch the world change, Mr. Oh, Palmer. man. I'm okay. on it. I am all in with that. <laughs> if it changes the world, let's do it. Make Well, how let's say if it otherwise? makes it a better place. I haven't had a chance to listen much, but how you been? You all right? We're doing well. Keeping each other in line down there? Well, no, I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, I was going to say, are you kidding? What? Well, let yeah, me put it another way. Scott, you keeping him in line? Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank sir. you for doing that. Yeah. <laughs> that way I didn't have to clarify. <laughs> Quick comment while I, I got, while I got you here. I won't charge you for this, but uh, <laughs> the Bengals game on Sunday, that's the team I expected all along. Oh, yeah. That's, and that's the kind of game I expected all along. So yeah. I think they're rounding up into shape, baby. Me too. Oil that Bengals juggernaut. That's right. I like it. Is there? Yeah. Um, how about Joey's records? How, he said. Uh, 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 well, oh, that's what I'm saying. He's amazing. Jeez. Pronounce. I, uh, I was sitting in the airport in Chicago, coming back Sunday, uh, and uh, at one of the watering holes there near my gate, and the guy 
there was a guy beside me just glowing about Joe B. I mean, he's like, Burrow just, I'm like, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, he's number nine, baby. I was like, he's from my town. <laughs> so what is the prediction for Sunday? Well, they don't play Sunday, I think. Okay, yeah, when, a, when's the game? It's a Monday night game. Okay, what, what's the prediction? Uh, no, I don't think Cincinnati plays. Do they play? Isn't this their off week? No, they play in Cleveland Monday night. Halloween okay, night. night. Yeah, and then they play at home next Sunday. That's right. Yeah. Uh, they should beat Cleveland. Cleveland's in so much trouble. Okay. I'm with you on that one. They, sh- they should beat them, absolutely. It should be actually easily done. But, of course, when you get those grudge matches, but they should beat them easily. Yeah, okay. you never know what happens. Uh, you know, Jamar's out now, too. Yeah, so, now that will be different. Uh, yeah. Because that I, I, I hope they adjust for that. That's going to be very different. For he, he likes Jamar and the other kid. Uh, and when one of them is out, it throws off his rhythm. But I hope it'll be all right. Yeah. He's still right. got T. Higgins and Boyd to throw to and uh, new, well, new tight end. Well, I just hope end. the defense shows up and stops that run, too. Hey, how about them in the second half? Last Sunday, they didn't give up any points. No, I mean it's good. Uh, they're rounding into shape. I just want to keep it up. Yeah. Well, hopefully they. The last time Cincinnati was on a Monday night game. Oh wow! Oh. Maybe they had one earlier this year. Uh, yeah, Let's I see. I don't know when the last one was. So yeah, you know, I've 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 mentioned this before, but I simply marvel at um, you lack. Uh, eyesight, and yet your knowledge of the game and the way you follow it, um, I just marvel. You far exceed my abilities. And, um, J.W., I just think it's an amazing talent you have. Well, I love my sports. I can tell you, buddy. I love it, love it, love it. Yep, it's obvious. All right, gentlemen, keep up the good work out there and <laughs> – Hey, I oh, think fair. we're going to try. Yeah, your your oh, man fair. Justin Fields played a decent game, a really yeah, good he game. He finally showed up, and they go and trade off their best defensive player. What <laughs> yeah. do I know? That's yeah, just, hey, I, I live and breathe. I think the last time the Bengals were on Monday night was when uh, Howard Cosell and Dandy Don Meredith were oh, still geez. in the broadcast booth. Cosell, that's pretty, wow, that's pretty bad. <laughs> I don't know. All right, sure. get back to your prohibition days, Jeff Palmer. <laughs> okay, thank you. Prohibition day. See ya. Okay. Yeah, whatever that is. Well, he was. Hey, can I mention something too? Speaking of callers. No, wait a minute. Let me think. Okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> I was giving you time to re- recant just to see if you wanted to change. No, I was just messing. With you it. still have another twenty-five seconds on the clock to respond. <laughs> oh, I. You scared me. I thought yeah. we were getting shorter. No, no, no. Um, you know, we, we enjoy our callers, you know, the oh, call in. Oh, yeah. Of course we do. And um, I spoke, speaking of Dandy Don, Tickety Poo, I spoke with him uh, Wednesday. He is back home now. He's doing fine. Um, now, he had some sort of medical thing, right? Yeah, yeah, he does. And I encouraged him to call in. Either, well, sure. You know, if he felt like it, if he was up to it. If he wanted to say, hey, told him, you know, we had a caller uh, call in. Some people said they'd be praying for him, too, and how much he appreciated that. And it's just good to hear him, how nice, you know, say something, uh, too. And I'm glad he's back home doing okay because uh, 
you know, I think uh, I think maybe he lives by himself. So um, anyway, Don, if you're listening, what do you mean if you're listening? I know you're listening. So if you want to chime in, cool. But if not, I asked him if it was okay to mention this on the air, and he said, sure, absolutely. So uh, folks that have been wondering about Dandy Don Tickety Poo, uh, he's home and doing better. Excellent. And he appreciates all the prayers. Excellent. Yes. Well, let's move on as we customarily do during uh, our free-for-all editions. We cite uh, famous birthdays and even some famous deaths. So, Bill Gates is celebrating a birthday today. You want to guess his age? Um, 72. 67. But you weren't too far off. Bill Gates, computer dude, right? Yep, computer guru. Jonas Salk uh, is no longer living, but he was born on this date in 1914. Died in 1995. And lots of folks will remember him as the one who developed one of the first successful polio vaccines. The Salk vaccine. Yeah. American virologist and medical researcher. Born in New York City and attended the City College of New York and New York University School of Medicine. Um, I should know how to say this, but I, I think I do. Joaquin... Phoenix? Is that how he pronounces his first name? Yes. Okay. 48th birthday today. And tell, you know, I, I'm embarrassed. I can't think what he did. He's an actor, a singer, or what? Actor. He's an American actor. He was known for playing dark and unconventional characters in independent films. He has received various accolades, including an Academy Award, a British Academy Film Award, a Grammy Award, and two Golden Globe Awards. Some of his uh, movies he was featured in include The Joker from 2019. That was a freaky trailer, too, by the way. And, and I think most of the movies he appeared in were not my style. But keep going. Yeah, pretty much mine, too. Uh, he was also in Gladiator and a movie called just one word, her, H-E-R, and Walk the Line from 2005. And uh, I think maybe one of his latest films is titled Come On, Come On from 2021. Now, this this last person famous, uh, they have cited for a birthday today is, um, well, she is... Awesome. <laughs> We're talking about Julia Roberts. I think she's beautiful. 55th birthday today. Yes. She is known for, for her leading roles in films, encompassing a variety of genres. She has received various accolades, including an Academy Award, a British Academy Film Award, and three Golden Globe Awards. And uh, some of her movies, if you may not remember, Pretty Woman, yeah. Ticket to Paradise, mm -hmm. Notting Hill, mm -hmm. Aaron Brockovich. Yes. Yes. Some of the... Men and many others. More, oh, yes. Many of them. Now, famous deaths. We only have two to mention. First of all was Trevor Burbick. Um, 
was he a boxer or something like that? And, and I'm guessing a ga- an athlete. Uh, give me the last name. B-E-R-B-I-C-K. Okay. He was born in 1950-40. He died in 2006. Yeah, they had him listed in here under a different name. He was a Jamaican professional boxer. I thought so. Who competed from 1976 to 2000. He won the WBC heavyweight title in 1986 by defeating Pinklin Thomas, then lost it in his first defense in the sh- uh, same year to Mike Tyson. I'm sorry. Pinklin Thomas? Yes. A boxer? Yes. What boxer would name himself Pinklin? Um, I guess just him. That's the only Pinklin I know of. Well, anyway, the last Bert, birth, Bert, di- the last sh- famous death. Oh, I should add this too. This boxer okay. we're talking about, Trevor Burbick, he was the last boxer to fight Muhammad Ali, oh, yeah. defeating him in 1981 by a unanimous decision. Oh. Not many people can lay claim to that. No sir, not even Pinklin. <laughs> okay, and the only other famous death we have to mention today is long ago is that of John Locke, L-O-C-K-E. He was born in 1632, but he died on this date in 1704. He was brilliant. That just reminded me of that commercial. Never mind. Um, For for Guinness beer. (laughs) It was funny. John Locke was an English philosopher and physician widely regarded as one of the most influential of Enlightenment thinkers and commonly known as the father of liberalism. The the photograph, or this picture anyway, probably an artist's rendering of him, he just looks very troubled to me. He looks very fatigued. Yeah. Very worn out. That's to be sure. Well, good morning, folks. Welcome. Let's see here. We have about 14 minutes left. What's in the news? Elon Musk. That guy's got a couple bucks, right? Uh, yeah, a couple less now, but he's also gotten into quite a nice investment. He closed a deal last night. This was a purchase. He bought Twitter, that online service. It's a $44 billion deal. He bought Twitter at a cost of $54.20 per share. averting a trial in November and capping off months-long speculation of whether the billionaire entrepreneur would abandon the acquisition. Now, Musk is only 51. I don't know why I said it like that. Anyway, he's 51. Also reportedly fired the company's top executives, including the CEO, Arang Agrawal. Forgive me, uh, Parang, I may not have said it very well. 
Um, he also fired Chief Financial Officer Ned Segal and General Counsel Vijaya Gadi. Now, Musk. Remember, he's the CEO already of SpaceX and Tesla. He had previously criticized Twitter for restricting free speech and has now outlined his motivations for buying Twitter, the company, in a message addressed to advertisers and posted to the social platform earlier yesterday. I have not read it. Um... On Wednesday, Musk visited Twitter's headquarters, which is in San Francisco. Um, It says he carried in a white basin and later tweeting, entering Twitter HQ, let that sink in. (laughs) He also changed his Twitter profile description as Chief Twit. I saw a video of that, of him carrying in a porcelain sink. Musk, Musk says he plans to introduce new features to Twitter. And uh, if you go online, you can see a list of them. Okay. You know, there's um, speculation, too, that with his advocacy of free speech, equal speech, that uh, President Trump will be allowed back on Twitter, too, which is going to ruffle the feathers of many. Uh, He has been uh, banned by the previous ownership mm -hmm. and management, but, you know, President Trump has his own social media gig now, too. Yeah. Okay, what about the Astros and the Phillies? Scott, you're a sports wizard. <laughs> Game one of the World Series tonight in Houston will feature the uh, Astros, the American League champion, against the National League champion Philadelphia Phillies. Should be a pretty good matchup, as I've mentioned a few times. Going to be tough to beat the Astros pitching. And, I, you know, they've got that, still got that dark cloud hanging over them of how they cheated in the 2020 World Series. Now, this is their fourth World Series in the last six seasons. That's unbelievable. For Houston. Yeah. In in this era of baseball, to be in a World Series that many times, when everything is so specialized now, from hitting, to base running, to pitching, to strategies, to athleticism, strength, speed, all of it. I mean, it's... It's unbel- It's hard to believe this is their fourth in six years. Philly was but, last in it in 2009. Yeah, the Astros got busted for cheating. Uh, they were stealing signals from the catcher from center field, relaying them to the dugout, Houston's dugout, and one of the players, the second baseman of the Astros, notably uh, Jose Altuve, was in the dugout tapping on a a uh, plastic trash can, a big trash can 
so the batter could hear however many taps there were as to what pitch was coming. Really? Yep. And it was discovered. Uh, they got busted. Manager got fired. General manager got fired. Uh, some of them resigned. I mean, it's just, you know, that's just the, the, the terrible way of winning a World Series. And it's now uh, recognized that the Los Angeles Dodgers got cheated out of winning the World Series that year. We go to our phones. Good morning. Good morning. You were talking about free speech, and I'm not sure what the what is meant by that by that new guy that's going to be uh, that that owns that company now. But uh, you own a radio station. You allow people to have limited free speech. You don't want people coming on telling lies and libeling people and slandering people and things of that nature. Just so it's limited, really. We all think that we have total free speech. We don't, and there's a reason for that. January 6th was a good good example, I think, of, quote, free speech run wild. Mm-hmm. And um, you're, you'll get to this point in your, uh, in your news, I imagine, sharing with people besides sports, uh, the, the beating up, severe beating up of uh, Mr. Pelosi. Yeah, it, it's in my pile here. And he's older, so, you know, that can really take a toll on somebody. They really meant to get her. And, again, we're talking free speech here. Uh, you know, when it goes beyond free speech, that you go in and you start beating somebody up. And that's what they did and wanted to do, and they wanted to kill people. They wanted to hang people. They wanted to hang the vice president because he didn't go along with their, their view of free speech. And we're still dealing with that. There are people right now running for, for Congress or have been elected to Congress or will be elected to Congress. You uh, know, free speech could mean, it could mean you could say a lot of obscene words all in a row. Um, I, I think... I'm not scared, of, I'm not scared of, of obscene words. I'm scared of other things that people can say without using any obscenities. That's what scares me. Obscenities yeah. don't bother me in that way. But it's, it's the other things that they're doing. And that's why we had January 6th. And we, we will probably have another January 6th. It won't be January 6th, obviously, but it'll be some other thing. And this whole thing called the big lie. And that's still, people still think that, that, uh, that Trump was, should rightfully be in the White House again. I have a theory. It could be totally wrong. I think because he keeps saying things. Well, maybe I'll run. I think he's he may not run, but he'll keep collecting the money from everyone who wants him to run, and he's taking in a lot of money. That's just my. You're speaking of former President Trump. Yes. Mm-hmm. And you know when you're desperate, and and you wanted you want you want something like that. Right now, South America is going through the the, the kind of a thing like we're going through here. They used to have democracies. Now democracy is at threat in places like Brazil and other places in, in South America. And, and that's threatening because that's in our hemisphere. And we should all be concerned about that. Anyway, I just thought, well, since you brought up the topic of, or somebody brought up the topic of free speech, but I think this whole thing with Pelosi is just one, just the tip of the iceberg. They want to kill her and they want to kill other people that they perceive took away their freedoms. 
no one's not saying that you can't go and protest and stuff like that. When it gets to that point of beyond that, you, when you bring a noose and you bring the gallows, you tell me, is that free speech? They think so. When you bring rifles and guns and automatic weapons and, and you wear bat, Now we've got the same, we've got the thing in several locations right now at the voting places. People are being threatened when they're turning in their, their votes. Guys are coming in tactical gear. Do they have the right to carry their guns and wear tactical gears and threaten people when they're, they're, they're going to put their, their, their ballots in the, in the box? That's what they've been doing across the land. They're telling people, we're going to come, we're going to monitor. They don't have the right to come and monitor you like that with guns. Well, anyway. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Um, let me see here. Let me get my buttons just right. There we go. Uh, we talked about Elon Musk. Another topic we could talk about is the U.S. economy. It returned to growth during the third quarter after six months of decline. But, of course, they're saying there are also signs of a slowdown. Um, voters' economic concerns topped social issues like abortion in the three-year, in three of the four midterm election swing districts that the Times, the New York Times, that is, had polled with Siena College. In another item, Amazon turned a profit in its latest quarter, but warned that future growth could fail. I'm sorry, could fall to its lowest level in two decades. Yet another item starting next week, most companies in New York City will have to include salary ranges in job postings. On the topic of politics, Senator Chuck Schumer the Democratic leader told President Biden on a hot mic that John Fetterman's uneven debate performance did not hurt us too much in Pennsylvania. He didn't realize it was uh, a hot mic. In a different thing, a man was sentenced to more than seven years for dragging a police officer into a mob during the Capitol riot. We could go on and on with these short lines of stories about this and that. But, folks, um, it's Halloween. Um, have a great Halloween. Keep it fun, not scary. Think about the kids in our neighborhoods. Make them smile. Enjoy their costumes. I will go uptown Saturday night to the typical Halloween Court Street event. Walk up and down Court Street and be amused by what I see. I've done it for years. And um, I, I think it's a unique event that our community can be proud of. It doesn't have to be always thought of, <coughs> excuse my voice, always thought of negatively. 
just just enjoy the weekend, right? It's as simple as that. Where's my clock? In our 73rd year it of serving the right on Ohio, AM 970 and 97.1 FM. This is CBS News on the Hour, presented by Indeed.com. I'm Deborah Rodriguez in New York. We learned just this past hour House Speaker Nancy Pelosi's husband is being treated after a brutal attack at the couple's home in San Francisco. Correspondent Stephen Portnoy has the details. The Speaker's office says the 82-year-old investor was violently assaulted after a break-in. Paul Pelosi is being hospitalized and is expected to make a full recovery. A spokesman says the assailant is in custody and the motive for the attack is under investigation. As she is second in line to the presidency, the House Speaker is protected around the clock by Capitol Police. But aides say Nancy Pelosi was not home in San Francisco at the time of the attack. Pelosi made headlines earlier this year when he served two days in jail in a drunk driving crash in Napa Valley. President Trump's just weighed in on Elon Musk's reported purchase of Twitter. Mr. Trump says he's happy Twitter is in sane hands, but also says he loves truth, as in Truth Social, his own platform. Reports say Musk has fired several top executives already, including the person who banned the former president from Twitter. More from CBS's Naomi Rockham. Analysts say it's not not entirely surprising that Elon Musk would clean house. But this normally takes months or years, not right away, not day one. This is yet another signal that Musk believed the company was poorly run and wanted to change fast. As you dug deep to fill your gas tank, oil companies were making record profits. ExxonMobil, for one, chalked up more than $19 billion in profits in the third quarter and $112 billion in revenue. That's more than double last year's take. There were fears of another collapse when residents of a Miami Beach high-rise were evacuated last night over structural concerns. Marash Markash lives at the Port Royal. Water came inside of the building, was staying there for a long, like, couple of days. Engineers are focusing on a damaged support beam in the building's garage. Last year, 100 people were killed in a condo collapse just blocks away. Officials in Hawaii are warning a spike in earthquakes at the top of the world's largest volcano. Mauna Loa on the Big Island is a signal it may erupt. Local Lynn Adams wants to know. What is their plan for another type of mass exodus? Because that is what will happen. I mean, people are going to panic. Scientists say an eruption is not imminent. In the market for a new job, LinkedIn has released a list of top